Does a new beginning really exist? I know, I know how it feels like when you've had a tough time in uh, a year or a month uh, or a season and you just want to start all over again. Is there such a thing as a new beginning? Can one have a clean canvas? We're having this conversation with the absolutely phenomenal and amazing, beautiful uh, personal development coach, NLP life coach practitioner, Pindile. Pindile, blessed morning. How are you doing? Good morning. And the A-teamers and compliments to the new season. All right. Compliments to you too. Um, You know what? Does a new beginning really exist for us old you know they say uh, you can't teach an old dog new tricks Mm -hmm. does a new slate exist can we learn new tricks absolutely yes um and it's exciting because it can really happen at any time of your life um normally when a new year started i mean today's the second of january um, and it's a new start to the actual calendar year. A lot of people at this time feel that, you know, it's the correct time for them to start afresh, um, do away with the old and look forward to the new. And that mindset alone brings forth um, an opportunity for a new canvas and a new clean slate. There are people that go through what I call, uh, not what I call, but what we know as a midlife crisis. And at that point, most time people need a change. You know, they feel like life owes them a new canvas in order for them to start afresh. And so, um, in some instances, you cannot, uh, you know, uh, teach a, a, a dog new tricks. However, you know, you can influence one's way of doing things even at an old age and change certain behaviors and patterns. So you have the opportunity to start afresh. You have the opportunity to um, put a stroke on the canvas of your life. And I believe that a new change often comes when somebody feels like they need something different. It's not good level, you know. You feel like you need a new path in life. You feel like, um, you know, it's a new year, as I've mentioned. You feel like, no, but I, I'm going through a season that where I believe I'm stuck. And in order for me to, you know, get out of the rut that I'm in, to get out of the dungeon or the ditch that I'm in, I really need a new start. I need to begin afresh. And, you know, with beginning afresh or, you know, presenting a, a clean canvas and which way when when one has a clean canvas every step that you take every decision that you make is a stroke so a canvas is like a surface or a platform where artists normally use to paint a picture um, and so forth and so what we are basically saying is that you have an opportunity to start afresh a new clean slate a new clean canvas where you are the artist of your life where you can draw and paint your life and it will come out as you want it. Bear in mind that there will always be attacks, there will always be trials and tribulations. You know, such things are inevitable in life. 
however, you have such influence to the outcome of your life or to the outcome of the art piece on that canvas. And that's what we are trying to push towards you this morning. And another thing that one has to bear in mind is that though you are able to start over again, unfortunately, some of the consequences of the or the aftermath of um, what you are trying to get out of, what you are trying to close a chapter to into will probably be there. There's some things you can't really get rid of. And and so even though you have a clean slate, there will always be baggage or a form of luggage that you will carry into the new chapter of your life. And it's something that you cannot avoid. But for the most part, you have the chance to start all over again. So Pindile, when you want to start all over again, what do you need to do? What does starting all over again entail? Does it mean I must cut my hair or I must dye my hair? I must go get a tattoo? As in je, just in je, something new nyana. Yes. <laughs> so it's, 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 it's different for everybody. It's just not good. Like also, um, it's subject to why do you want the change? What is really happening into your life? The kind of person that you are, your temperaments and so forth. Um, so it varies. I'm just going to give you uh, some steps or some things that you can do uh, and then give examples that, you know, cutting your hair to other people is quite symbolic of a, you know, a new start and a fresh start. Um, and with other people, it could be, I want to move to a completely new location or city. I need to get out where I was because I feel like this rut is caused by my environment and it's caused by, um, you know, where I grew up. So I need to get out of the city. I need to get out of this place. It, it looks very different for a lot of people. However, I'll give a, a generic formula that will assist in taking that step. And one of the things that we always talk about, and it's such a cliche, but it's so powerful, is just the mind. Um, there's an African proverb that says, when there's no enemy within, the enemy outside can do you no harm. When there's no enemy within, the enemy outside can do you no harm. Um, most of the failures in our lives are an inside job. Really, it's not even about the economy, the state of the economy, the status quo of your environment and so forth. It's it's really the battle that's taking place in, in you, within you. And once you can win the battle within you, it's easy for you to navigate around the external factors. So um, if there's no enemy within, the enemy outside can't do you any harm. If you have set your mind within and you've, you have, you know, your perspective has changed, it's no longer distorted, and you really want this new start, and you really want a clean slate and a new canvas, you know, ready to become the artist of the next chapter of your life, and you decide on that and you stick on that. That is a job half done. You know, once you can make up your mind, you've done the job, half of it, 50% of the job has been done. And so, no matter what people will say to you from the outside, no matter what your family members could say or whatever the circumstance, no matter how bad they can be, it can't harm me because you have decided you've made the decision so work on the you know with from within work from your mindset you know work from the inner you the spirit man um and you know Lego that will say i'm going to do this this is what i'm going to do this is how i'm going to start things afresh so that's that's important another one is to start to reflect you reflect on what got you to a place where you feel that this is the time we have to start over again? This is the time for me to move and shift out of the rut that I'm in. Um, you reflect on the things you didn't do right. You reflect on the things that are your strength. Things that are your strengths, you always maximize them to the full potential. And things that are your weaknesses, you have to find ways to reinvent yourself in those areas. You have to find ways to improve in those areas. 
also it's important to examine your value system. Our value systems really determine how we look at things in life, how we do things. What are your value systems? And the thing with value systems is that the people around us who are personal to us shape our value systems at times and at times they can even come against our value systems so don't lose your value system because you're going to lose yourself altogether and another thing is just to work on the courage to change you know it's also a mind thing so work on the courage to change because change is not easy um change comes from obviously habits that you do not like change comes from toxicity that you 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 allowed in your life you know and all those things and so to change and and break away from those things or from a relationship or a place that you've been for 12 years that has been condemning you is not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy for the brain or the mind. Um, I often say that the mind is is subjected to what you feed it. So when the mind is used to toxicity, it's very bad because what, what the subconscious mind does is that it cannot... Now, Pindile, when people are saying, okay, I, I, I'm hearing you about this new start. I'm hearing you what it entails. But... I, I don't really have hope or faith that I can get to this clean canvas and start creating uh, the picture that I want to see or the story that I want to see. Where does the hope or the faith or the belief in self to start working on this new canvas come from? Oh, goodness, we've lost Pindila on the line, but uh, we will try and get hold of her. We are talking about starting all over again, a new beginning. Pindile says there is such a thing as a new beginning. No matter how old you are, you can start all over again. You can get this clean canvas and start working on yourself. She's a life coach and she's also a personal development coach. So she's got the tools to help us into this new year. It's not just about resolutions, but it's about starting afresh on a new slate. Pindila, before we lost you on the line, I was asking you, mm. where do we galvanize the hope or the belief or the faith or the action that will propel us to starting to create this new um, image of self or new way of doing things on our new canvas? So the hope comes from the fact that nothing's impossible, you know. Um, nothing's impossible in life. We have the ability to change the course of our lives. It's a power within. Um, there's a Bible scripture that says God will do exceedingly abundantly and above all uh, according to the power that is within you. There's a power that is within us that will enable us even for God to help or restore us, enter territories that we felt that we couldn't navigate through places that we thought that we didn't have the ability to do so. You have the power within you. The fact that you're breathing, that is enough to um, show you that you have the chance to change, you have the hope to change. And I think sometimes we condemn ourselves so much because of the things that take place in our lives. And at times we also compare our journeys to that of our neighbors, to that of people on social media. The second you put yourself in such a vulnerable state of comparing yourself, naturally you're going to lose. You're going to lose because that person is in chapter 10 of their lives and, and, and or they're in their 10th canvas and oh you're beginning with yours you know this is the first time that you've actually taken the chance to start over again you're at canvas one and you're comparing yourself with somebody that has had 15 other canvases and that is you are, you are sabotaging yourself it is ambush upon yourself and you need to move away from those things comparing people because once you compare yourself you lose hope once you dwell on this, the phase of what's happening externally you're going to lose faith 
mistake. You're going to lose hope in yourself, hope in the change altogether. So the fact that you're living, there's hope. And there's nothing that you cannot do as a person. There's nothing. You don't have limits. And it's just a matter of exposing yourself. I've always say exposure is such a brilliant, you know, lesson giver of life. Um, some of us were able to get out of rural areas, poverty, because we were exposed. And if a person is not exposed to a different life, a different setting, um, a different world altogether, they will stay condemned where they are. But when they, once they receive exposure, it helps and it goes a long way. So the, the, we, we can hold them to a hope of saying, once you you, you gain exposure, and once you see life in a completely different light, you'll be amazed at what you're able to do. And it's action, action, action. Um, you know, as you know that I'm Christian, scripturally, the Bible says that faith without action is dead. Um, you can have all the faith, believe in the new canvas, believe that you can do it, but without taking the first step where acting is not going to happen. And the first step that you're going to take to act upon towards your, your, your canvas, that will build your hope. It will release, um, you know, a hormone called the dopamine, and that's the, the hormone of reward. So normally, you know, we, we function with hormones that are released, chemicals that are released in our brains, and they, they push us. When, when you hear that there's a passing of somebody, there's a certain hormone that is released in your system that enables you to cry, to feel the pain. Uh, it's like that with success and reward and so forth. When you, when you do one thing that feels like, oh my goodness, I've achieved this, so it means I can do greater, that's that change in your mind is released by a chemical in your brain. So you have to take the first step of hope to say, I'm going to put together my CV. Once you put together that CV, you're going to feel a dopamine release, you know, like a chemical release, and you feel happy, like, no, but I can actually probably now start applying. Maybe I can knock on that door. Maybe this is what I have to do. And you will see your hope will keep building, even though you won't necessarily get to the destination tomorrow. The canvas won't be fully painted by tomorrow or next next week, but the steps that you're taking will continue to build up your hope. Pindile, yes, um, is there anything <laughs> that I need to have um, that would help me start over? Are there things, uh, maybe a diary, maybe a life coach, um, help me with the resources? So some of the resources, once you've gone through, you know, uh, the steps that I've taken, so now you've done the mind work and now it's about to come time to, to start and to work. Um journaling is very good. Uh you you're sort of doing what, what we call a mind dump. You're just taking everything out of your mind, your brain, you're putting on a piece of paper, you're trying to clear the part in your mind because that's what you need to navigate through everything. Journaling is, is very important. Just buy a notebook, start to journal, write your thoughts. It doesn't have to be systematic. It doesn't have to make sense. Just get it out of your system, put it on a piece of paper, and you can start sorting it out from there. Um, you know, also give yourself time to grieve. Grieve because most often people want to change in their lives upon losing something, upon losing a job, losing a spouse, losing something. There's something that you always lose, and so you want that change in your life. Um, you feel like you've lost your 30s. You feel like you've lost your 20s. You feel like, oh, no, I've lost my youth. Um, you know, there's always something that you have lost when you want to enter a, a season of change, having a new canvas. But you have to grieve. Grieve the fact that, oh, my goodness, um, my 20s are done. Uh, this is what happened. This is what I've lost. This is what I've done. Grieve. Grieve the loss of your spouse or your partner or your friend or, you know, anything that could have happened. Grief is important. Another thing is trying to meditate. You know, meditate is just taking time 
um, it's, you know, there's apps where they, they help with meditation. So I'm not a person that uh, is so big on meditation, but it's a very important thing that one can do. Um, you know, it's, it's about taking deep breaths, sitting down. It's about stillness. It's about commanding, like being intentionally present with your time, um, intentionally uh, going through your thoughts at that present moment. And, you know, it's things like that that a person could do. It's getting a life coach, you know, um, getting a coach, a life coach. It's also going through therapy because some of the things that you feel that a new canvas is, is, is needed at this point in your life is because of the pain or the traumas that you've gone through. So getting a therapist, getting a counselor, getting a coach that will help you navigate around your career and every step of your life. With, to other people, it's prayer. Um, prayer is very important, you know, speaking to God, letting him know, as it is, there's this thing that I call prayer therapy, where you don't try and get, you know, in the presence of God and try to be systematic and try to sound, you know, uh, profound uh, in what you're saying, but it's just crying before God and saying, I'm tired, I'm sick, I'm, I failed, I, I can't do this anymore, this is enough, this toxicity is enough, this is what this person is making me feel, opinion is making me feel condemned and weak, um, I'm tired of, of, of seeing them. Like you become frank with God as if you're speaking to your friend, you know, in his presence praying and it helps. Um, you know, to other people it could be reading, reading resources that are going to help you get out of that. Self-help books, we call them, um, you know, with whatever you are particularly dealing with, it's time management. And if you're like, I need a new start with how I manage my time, how I manage my resources, you, you find books on that as well. So there are various things that you could do at the present moment as you drop this call, uh, or as I drop this call rather than I get off A and, you know, uh, your day starts and, you, you know, you, you, you can just push with whatever resources you have at this, uh, at this present moment. Now, can we be specific? Um, I saw with uh, our first feature, I Have a Dream, uh, a lot of people are asking about relationships, love life and things like that. How do we start a clean slate there? Because that can be very difficult. It's unlike a career, you know, you can literally go to a new course and, and change your chart. But with um, relationships, oh, they mar and scar you so deeply. Mm. So relationship is quite a, a touchy and emotional subject, of course. Um, and with that, it's not so easy, you know, especially if you are in a, a long-term relationship with somebody or you're married or, you know, engaged or so forth. It's difficult, especially when you really feel like this relationship is toxic. And toxic, I don't mean challenges because you're going to face challenges in life despite of what sphere it is of your life it is. Um, you will face challenges, but toxicity is where now you feel that you are drowning emotionally. Um, this this relationship is is causing it's threatening your mental health. It's threatening you physically because this person beats you and they could kill you. You know, um, those are the things that. <clears throat> And, and in no ways am I condoning separation, divorce, or so forth. But when when a toxic relationship gets to that point, you have to at at some point make a decision whether is it really worth it, you know. Um, so it's not easy just to walk away at times because there's so many dynamics. It's not good level. Some people have kids. There's businesses involved. There's estate involved. Inheritance inheritance involved. There's a lot of legality around it, and people don't can't just walk away. However, in such instances where you feel that you cannot walk away based on the systems that are in place in your relationship or the fact that you love the person, a, a clean slate could look like going to therapy. It could look like going to a relationship coach. It could look like saying, um, let's, 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 let's fortify our communication, you know, uh, 
platforms or rather communication ways between the two of us. And normally, it's not very easy for a couple to try and resolve the problems. I'll tell you why. I often say when I do, uh, you know, marriage and relationship coaching and counseling that you, um, when you are in the picture, you, you cannot see the entire frame. So in other words, if you and I are in a picture together, it's the people outside that can have a complete view of what's happening, you know, how the frame looks like, how the picture really looks like, because they are on the other side of the camera. So when you have a, a third party or somebody that is neutral to the two of you, is neutral to the two of you, it's easy for them to um, be able to find the root of the problem, the root of the situation, and help you guys. Um, you know, to see what the problem really is and to fix it. It's not easy to tell your spouse that they're hurting you and for them to accept because remember, when I tell you now that you are hurting me and I'm telling you what you're doing, it's not easy for you to figure out why you're doing those things to me because some of it are subconscious. They are linked to your childhood trauma. So at the second that I'm pointing out your weakness, I'm pointing out something that happened to you 15 years ago and you are projecting it on me or reflecting it on me. You don't even know what's wrong with you because it's a subconscious thing. So it's always best that when you want a clean slate, a clean new slate in your relationship, find somebody that will be able to get to the root of the problem. Because the fact that your your partner is always shouting at you could really have nothing to do with the fact that they're angry about, you know, the, 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 the toilet seat that you put up or put down. It could be what does that mean to them, the toilet seat issue. It could be that, you know, when they were a child, their mother hit their head against the toilet seat or called them, you know, whilst they were in the toilet and swore at them and, you know, it was it was a trauma that the brain um, you know, picked up. And so the second your spouse speaks of the toilet, you are reacting not necessarily to the fact that they must close the toilet seat, but what the toilet means to you as a child, it meant a place where you were you were you were abused, you know. And so it's important that you have somebody that will make you guys aware of those things. But the two of you at times the communication will always be flawed because you're speaking past each other. You're speaking at each other, not to each other. And it will always be best to, to start a clean slate with people on the outside. Other people, which I don't really prefer do want to always call their parents in. I don't prefer that you call friends and family and colleagues and people people that are close to you because at the end of the day, they catch feelings. You know, they catch feelings. You did this to my daughter. You did this to my best friend. They won't necessarily vocalize it, but they will internalize it and will sit in their subconscious. And even if the two of you have fixed things, later your your best friend is going to despise your, your spouse or your mother would no longer want your, you know, you know your, your wife in the house or whatever. So have somebody that will help you with that Slate. But by all means, if it's possible for you to walk out, and I'm not condoning divorce or separation, I'm not saying give up. I, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a coach. I'm a pastor. I always push people to, to go, go limitlessly, do it, push, try and save, salvage what you can. But there are times that salvaging a relationship is to your detriment. It's to your demise. The second it gets to a point where it's to your detriment or your demise, it's no longer worth it. If it, if you know, we know the saying that says, if 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 holding on hurts too much than being the actual relationship, then no, it's not even worth it. Walk away wherever you can, save your life because I would rather I'd rather coach you as a divorced woman or a divorced man than having to attend your funeral as a pastor and bury you because somebody killed you and you couldn't walk away. And so we need to make hard decisions when it comes to relationships, but where the, the marriage or the relationship can be salvaged, by all means, and the part where you feel like it can and enough is enough, you need to pluck up the courage that your clean slate will mean walking away. It's never an easy decision, but you know we, we need to be very careful about these things because uh, our lives are involved, kids are involved, your destiny is involved, and you need to take it seriously. 
Okay, so the clean slate is applicable in every facet of our lives and we are able to make a difference um, for ourselves and those around us when we are brave enough and committed enough to take on this new beginning and paint this new canvas and make it what we want our present and future to be. Pindile, for a person, a couple, um, or you know, a, an organization that is looking okay. to start afresh and they're looking for a personal development coach or a life coach, how do they get in touch with you? All right, you can contact me on 071-185-6615. Thank you so very much. It's been such a great pleasure. Thank you so much. Good luck to the 18 months. Have a blessed and productive day ahead.